Hello, you are listening to Kanecast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Chris Armbruster, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Mid-Cap Sustainable Growth Strategy. Chris, thank you very much for the time today. While the first half of 2021 was led by lower quality equities, we began to see fundamentals begin to take shape and be more of a focus during the second half of the year. Can you talk to us about some of the key drivers in the markets that have impacted this? In a continuing trend from the third quarter of 2021, investors were less willing to pay up for the promise of future growth and earnings in the fourth quarter of the year. Since many of the companies easily defined as high quality exhibit stronger current levels of profitability, they were relative outperformers during this time frame. Many of the companies that fall into that future growth category are also coming off of one or two very strong years, as many provided products or services that were in high demand during the pandemic. It is increasingly clear that at least some of that elevated demand was pulled forward from 2022. On the flip side, many companies that fall into the higher quality category experienced quite the opposite, with the pandemic limiting their ability to grow and its remission setting the stage for that growth to resume. Now, for the most part, the relative rate of change of growth favors the latter, and investors very often gravitate to stocks where the near-term fundamentals are showing that improvement. We believe there are companies that exist in both universes, high growth and high quality. And right now, those companies are being impacted more by the evolution on the growth side of their ledger. And as a result, their performance is lagging. This ties back to our philosophy for the mid-cap growth product. Seek to own high-quality companies that can exceed expectations over a reasonable investment time horizon. The current detractors from the portfolio all exhibit fundamentals that are failing to meet expectations. Our belief is that when they reaccelerate after this air pocket of demand, they will join the other high-quality names on the outperforming list. Chris, what were some of the key contributors to returns for mid-cap growth during the fourth quarter of 2021? The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter are programmatic advertising platform TradeDesk, automated testing equipment manufacturer Teradyne, application monitoring leader Datadog, landscape supply distributor Site1, and pool supply distributor, PoolCorp. One key contributor we would like to dive into this quarter is Site1. At Kane Anderson Rudnick, we have a deep history of analyzing business models. As a result of the decades of research, we sometimes will come across business models similar to companies that have been successful in the past, and we can apply the same investment framework used on older companies to new names. That is what transpired with Site1 whose competitive advantages and consolidation of the fragmented landscape supply distribution space echoed what PoolCorp had done in the pool supply distribution space years earlier. Like with PoolCorp, Site1 is a leader in terms of scale. As the only national wholesaler, it is five times as large as the second largest player, but still only has less than 20% share of the market. As the only player with a full suite of products, Site1 is able to drive down the cost from suppliers and pass those savings on to customers while still investing in differentiating its business. During the pandemic, Site1 was also able to leverage its market leadership position to overcome product shortages, 
navigate driver supply issues, and combat rising product costs. And its business continues to grow as more and more people are spending increasing time at home and investing in outdoor living spaces. While we normally shy away from acquisitive companies, smaller tuck-in acquisitions in highly fragmented industries can make sense, especially if we believe a management team has a system to integrate and grow the acquired businesses. With a target of adding to its revenue base through acquisition every year, and a majority of deals being exclusive with no competitive bidder, we believe SiteOne will continue its trend of industry consolidation. Chris, would you also walk us through some key detractors to returns for the portfolio during the fourth quarter of 2021? The bottom five detractors from the mid-cap growth portfolio performance for the quarter are e-signature leader DocuSign, Latin American e-commerce site Mercado Libre, tax software specialist Avalara, automated bill payment enabler bill.com, and cloud-based human capital management company Paycom. The detractor we wanted to spend more time discussing this quarter is Avalara. We last covered this name a year ago in the key contributor section after a 4Q20 rally capped off a year-long appreciation cycle. At that time, growth was accelerating as e-commerce applications necessitated by the pandemic became more than 50% of the company's revenue. Shares have lost more than a third of their value since then. But from our perspective, the Avalara story has actually improved, and we believe the competitive positioning remains strong. What was just transaction tax compliance software, the suite of products now is evolving into a global compliance platform with the ability to manage business licenses and manage and file employee IRS forms with a line of sight to potential property tax, healthcare, and shipping and logistics applications. Today, the company believes it can generate five times the revenue per customer it could at its IPO. So why is the stock down? The company guided to a dramatic slowdown in revenue in 2022, as it seems demand was pulled forward into 2020 and 2021 by the pandemic. As a result, the multiple that the market is willing to assign to the company has compressed and likely won't expand again until growth reaccelerates. Over time, we believe that corporations are going to increasingly understand the value of automating compliance with its differentiated data sets, broadening portfolio of products, and out-of-the-box integrations with ERP, e-commerce, and point-of-sale systems. We view Avalara as well-positioned to be the provider of choice. Lastly, as we move into 2022, what are some of the key considerations that you're looking at from a portfolio level? While the supply chain and logistics issues do seem to be resolving themselves to some extent, wage pressures are becoming much more acute, with unemployment rates low and staffing shortages permeating a number of industries. Much of the wage inflation can be traced to what has been dubbed the Great Resignation, where workers are leaving their jobs in record numbers. In November alone, 4.5 million people in the U.S. quit their jobs, a new monthly record, representing a stunning 3% of the labor force. Job openings remained over 10 million for the sixth consecutive month. Drivers behind the movement are coalescing around the idea that, because of COVID, employees discovered the value of work-life balance and had time to reflect on overall workplace satisfaction and earnings. Emboldened by the government stimulus, many decided to explore other opportunities. Additionally, the disinflationary effects of globalization are set to wane as geopolitical tensions are rising. To combat these forces, 
the Federal Reserve has telegraphed a much more aggressive removal of stimulus, with quantitative easing ending in the first quarter of 2022 and three rate hikes on tap for this year, followed by three next year. In this type of environment, long-duration assets like high-growth equities can come under pressure, especially those coming off back-to-back banner years. While we still like the long-term potential of many of these names in our portfolio, our incremental research efforts have been focused more on steady growth companies that we believe had a better opportunity to exceed street expectations over the coming quarters. Chris, as always, thank you so much for your time and the insight you provide our listeners. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.